give us uh, her thoughts on the market. And of course, we have big news from Apple. We had a, an Apple ruling on Friday with Epic. I know Epic is working to appeal. Apple will probably appeal. Um, your thoughts on what we're hearing from Apple overall and how it could really affect the bottom line if they lose some revenue with all of this. Yeah, Nicole, this is a really interesting situation because, you know, Apple basically has been um, a monopoly on its own platform. And that's why really Fortnite, Epic Games had a problem and really pulled, um, app, you know, their Fortnite off the platform. And so what we're looking at is when you download a software from the Apple iOS system onto your smartphone, onto your Apple iPhone, um, you know, there's in-app services or in-app payments. And what was happening was Apple's only allowing those payments be processed by Apple and they take about a 30% share of that revenue. And so what Epic's wanting to do and what Epic actually did do was basically offer alternative payment streams inside of the app and Apple obviously wasn't allowing that. So obviously the, a lawsuit ensued and really there's no one that won here except for the judge did make one ruling for Epic. They lost on nine other counts, but they did win on one of the 10 counts and that what they won, Nicole, was basically the right and all developers won the right to choose to have an alternative payment system provider outside of Apple. And that will, if that holds up, and like you said, Epic has already filed at the at the um, you know at the uh, appellate level. Um, that will cut their revenue stream. And you know they have their hands in so many things. I'm not saying Apple doesn't have a long runway here, but I am saying that we are seeing um, for the first time in a very, very long time, um, actual antitrust you know, uh, court order basically saying to Apple, you can't, you cannot be the only uh, um, provider of those services. And so, you know, we could see um, some, some software development fees and some app fees that, you know, if this holds up long-term, it obviously has to go through all, all the way through. And, and Epic is not happy about it. They think that it's not uh, strong enough, that they did lose nine of the 10, and they only really won on the payment system processing. And, and that's actually really strong, though. So I don't think that long-term, Apple has any, we have a huge runway for Apple long-term. But I do think that, um, right. you know, this will be a, 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 you know, a pullback for them on some fees. Right. Okay. So, you know, they'll lose some revenue. The question is how detrimental will it really be to their bottom line, if at all, right? right? Exactly. Um, that being said, we have a big event tomorrow. Did you have any thoughts on some of the new products that may be coming out? Because a lot of folks own Apple in 401ks and IRAs because it's in so many of the indexes. Tell me a little bit about Apple tomorrow and just Apple as a long-term holding. You know, I think Apple, like so many MNCs, multinational corporations, really is looking to China and India for its long-term growth trajectory. And so I am not worried. I feel like there is a little bit of stagnation. Nicole, I'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow. Just a little bit of stagnation, I think, in the innovation. And 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 yet, can we really blame them? I mean, how many times can you come out with a you know a, a Walkman, iPad, you know, iPod that we started, and then you know obviously the earbuds. And I mean, how many innovative things can there be? And and obviously, until the next thing comes along, we don't. No, and then it'll come along and be like, oh, well, why didn't we have this forever? We should have had this, you know. So I think it's the innovation that's really lacking. And I think maybe Apple, you know, obviously losing jobs was a big thing. But I think maybe Apple is looking long term for where's their next major market beyond the U.S. Although the U.S. is always wanting innovative products and Apple, if they're going to stay Apple, they've got to stay and they've got to innovate. So they need to stay and, and really focus on innovation, not just breadth of market, which is what they see with China. Right. And you did say I'm seeing an overbought market, very susceptible to the slightest of negative news. And uh, be prepared. Don't get caught unaware. What does that mean exactly when 
Is it in a general market? Is it the S&P 500? Is it different categories that you think may be more overvalued than others? You know, I, I really like to look at the macroeconomic level, Nicole, and I see if you look at where the S&P was uh, February of 2020 and you see where we are now. I mean, we are literally almost 40 points higher than our pre-virus high. And there's no economic fundamentals to really justify that. We have 10 million plus job openings. We have, you know, all of this infrastructure that's being passed. You had Joe Manchin on Sunday on, on CNN saying that basically was not going to support 3.5 trillion. So I think the market is really um, optimistic about getting a huge additional infrastructure bill, and I don't know if it's going to happen. We're also seeing tax uh, talks about raising the corporate tax rate, you know, raising the capital gains tax rate. So when you start to factor, well, gosh, we're 30, you know, 30, 40 percent off of our high pre-virus, and then we have all of these things that could not go well for the market as far as the market wants you know, really accommodate a policy. They want infrastructure. They want big government spending because that means a lot of projects that come to a lot of Fortune 500 companies. Um, then you start to see that, you know, we could have expectations not being met if we don't keep right. up the pace of stimulus. And that's why I worry. And September, you know, is historically not a great month. And so I feel that the slightest little edge of, oh, gosh, we're not going to be as accommodative. Oh, we're going to start tapering in October. Oh, these things are going to happen. You'll start to see the market potentially have some issues. And then it can become an emotional cycle that we go into, Nicole. And that's where I worry is it's, it's a little overbought. And, you know, be prepared and don't be so aggressive.